Hey everyone, welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Julia Beauchamp and I am here with Computer World Executive Editor Ken Mingus as well as Mac World Executive Editor Michael Simon. We are live on YouTube as well as on Computer World's LinkedIn page. So if you have any questions, comments while we're talking, please do let us know. And a quick programming note, this is actually my last episode of Today in Tech. So the you know the show, our videos will go on a, a brief hiatus. So definitely stay tuned to the channel. There's there will be more coming. Um, but this might be the last you see of me, at least, at least for a while. <laughs> we'll get you back someday. <laughs> so today we are talking about um, the you know hardware supply chain shortages, as well as um, you know how that's going to sort of play a role in WWDC. Is it going to affect hardware announcements? So you guys each had a, a two good articles, one on each of your you know respective sites that were um, pretty good and I think pretty thorough. So I don't know, do either of you want to sort of do an overview of like where where like the wait times are right now? Maybe maybe this is more of a mic question. I know because that I was on Macworld. I question. Macworld had a great story on this yeah. exact topic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait times are <laughs> pretty bad. You can get um, the 13 inch MacBook Pro with an M1 processor, that one, which I wouldn't recommend getting right now. That you can find uh, Mac Mini with an M1, and the MacBook Air isn't so bad. So the M1, the first Apple Silicon chip, is relatively plentiful. The iMac is a bit constrained, but not too bad. And you can find it at like Costco or Target or Best Buy, like here and there, some Apple stores. But if you want the M1 Pro, the M1 Max, and forget the M1 Ultra, you're not getting those until like at least late june and into like mid july for some of them it's it's crazy how constrained i've never seen like you know when an apple product comes out like the iphone back in the day when they did pre-orders they would sell out and they'd be three to five weeks out or something like that when the airpods max came out it was pushed to like april but they quickly apple ramps up their production and quickly um you know you know close that gap this is getting worse. Every day I check, or every every couple of days I check, it's another like four days out. Like it's getting worse and worse and worse. And I don't know what WWDC looks like. If you're talking about a, a Mac Pro, I don't think there's any way that releases. Maybe a preview and we'll ship it next year. But there's no way if they can't even fulfill Mac MacBook Pro orders. There's no way. They're going to get a higher-end processor fabricated and shipped and produced in any kind of a time frame right now. So hasn't, hasn't Apple said that this could cost them like something like eight billion dollars in in the well, quarter yeah. or some? Yeah, some yeah, that's they, they. So it's been affecting uh, the 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 quarter before the holiday quarter was eight eight billion or so. Then the holiday quarter was like another one. And then last quarter, a few billion. And then the, the guidance for this quarter was like, yeah, it's going to get worse. I, I'm not a, a person who understands these things. But this has been going on for many, many months, well over like almost into two years now. And first it was a shipping container got stuck in, a, in, a, in, in the straight there. Then the Suez Canal. Uh, right, know, yeah, that was bad. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, don't then, turn left. No U-turns. <laughs> then it was, you know, the pandemic shutdowns. And, you know, now it's just like, we don't know. 
There's sure. a bunch of things that are going wrong. And it's not just Apple. It's it's across the board. Uh, no one can really get anything. If you look at Adele Latitude or XPS or something, you're looking at June, July for that, too. So at some point, this is going to affect holidays. This is going to affect back to school. Right, yeah. Like, like my kid hasn't even graduated fourth grade yet. <laughs> if I want to get him something for fifth grade, I got to like buy it now almost. Like we're, we're, into, we're into mid to late July. Kids get if, fifth if grade graduation gifts? A, a computer. Well, no, no, I'm not getting them anything. <laughs> but, but I'm just oh, using it as a frame of reference. Way to prep the kid for, for next grade, Michael. God, what a lucky <laughs> kid. Like, he, he, he has my old hand-me-down Samsung Chromebook. That's not, I, want, that's I want to pick up on a – you made a really good point, though, Michael. And this, this you know, Juliet, you had mentioned that uh, Johnny Evans had written about this. Yes. For yes. us at Computer World, and, and he sort of took the – supply chain problems that Apple is having and kind of extrapolated them out and said, basically, it's bad news for enterprise IT because, I mean, you know, companies are continually updating the hardware that they have for their employees. You know, some of them have two or three year cycles, some of them maybe stretch it a little bit. But the problem is if you've got a dead computer now and you need something right away, whether it's an Apple computer or Dell or whatever, you're going to have trouble getting it. And, and a, you know, a, a, a good one. A good, a good one, one. Like, like a the kind that you need for business anything beyond like email yeah 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 and and uh, the point being and this this goes to what you were just saying about uh, getting something for you know for the fall school year you know companies that often do a replacement cycle in the fall or winter you know and the, Johnny's advice was if you need things now you better go ahead and order them now because yeah. even even with these extended wait times that Apple is seeing the problem is still building you know it's it's what was 4 or 5 weeks a couple months ago is now 6 or 8 weeks and then goes to 10 or 11 weeks there's no guarantee that by the time you get around to July or August to order that you're not looking at something that might not get here before the holidays you know i mean now maybe things will improve but uh, we've been saying that for a long time. Maybe things will improve, and they haven't. Yeah, you know, and it's not right. again. It's not just Apple. It's not just tech even. No, this is you know. You can see there's inflation, there's production issues, there's supply issues. It's all kind of a confluence of things that really show no sign of easing anytime soon. Yeah. So yeah, I think that affects WWDC in the sense that there you go. We're not getting anything. I, why would Apple? release a new product that it can't deliver mm-hmm. for example uh google io was just held and they previewed a bunch of stuff they nothing is shipping until at least mid-july and that's what the they pixel, sort of like pixel 5a that's like what they advertised at the event and said like yeah okay and that's so that's google's wwdc basically they said right. we're making a tablet that's not coming until next year we're making a watch that's not coming until the fall uh the pixel 7 is coming october mm-hmm. and the pixel 5a which is most of the parts they have already. Right. That's not shipping until July. So, or or I don't even, it, it, yeah, right, July something. So, again, it's not just Apple. And when you start doing stuff like that, showing off a bunch of things and then not shipping them, people get, you know, irritated. Yeah, <laughs> For so. One, the, the, your current sales dry up because nobody mm-hmm. wants to buy it and because they know something's coming. And then the other thing is like, well, why'd you show us that? If sure. it's not shipping for another 10 or 12 months. Like, what's the point here? So, so at at like at WWDC, do you think that there's going to be like, do you think that they're going to take like the Google model and say, here's all the stuff that's coming eventually, or are they going to just not mention <laughs> hardware at all and be like, the, you know, the only thing they, the only thing they might do new is operating systems of the, of the Mac Pro. Yeah, well, obviously all the OS is yes. Right. Uh, it would not be unprecedented 
to have a WWDC that's just software. In fact, last okay. year it was just software. Yeah, that's not, that's not was that it really? unusual at all. No, it's not. And, and it, it happens. They, they've released some some big time Macs there, and I still think that being that the transition, the um, the Apple Silicon transition, was promised to be two years. Mm-hmm. I do think that there's a strong chance that we could get a peak at the Mac Pro. They've, they've done that before numerous times with the iMac Pro, the Mac Pro, the Cylinder Mac Pro, and the Modular Mac Pro, where they show the audience, okay, this is coming, but it's not shipping for like, you know, six or eight months. And they can do right. that with that product because it ships in such low quantities and uh, the people who buy it are willing to wait. They'll wait. They oh, want absolutely. very specific, yeah. they want very specific, um, you know, customizations and, and, and things like this. So that could happen. MacBook Air with an M2, no way. I don't, I mean, sure. you know, listen, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I don't think there's any way that M2 processor ships when they can't even get production on the M1 Pro right now or the mm-hmm. more than Max or the, or the, or the Ultra. Isn't isn't one of the issues though, Mike? It's not just the you know the big chips, the M1, the M2, Ultra, whatever. It's a lot of the ancillary chips that go into these devices. Yeah. The, the cameras and the you know the you know all kinds of uh, communication chips and things like that. that it's, yeah, that was the issue with the iPad. It was uh, what Tim Cook calls legacy nodes. Um, yeah, but it's also right now it's it's everything. It's yeah. not just you know a couple of small parts. It's affecting all of their high-end Macs, every one of them. Yeah, it's it's the lockdowns in China, as I understand it, because that's, of COVID. That's, that's part of it. It's really yeah, I think it's really it right now. Yeah, I think like, and I can link um, probably one of our previous videos that we've done about the chip shortage. I think I did one you know, relatively recently. Um, and it's just like it, coming at it from all angles, pretty much. Mm-hmm. There's like no one specific cause. Well, think about it. You've got you've got the spill-on effects of a two-year pandemic that may or may not be receding. You know, you've got the fact that there's actually a war going on in Europe right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've got issues around fuel supplies and pricing, and, you know, which is going to affect um, transportation of goods, which might make companies want to slow things down until things stabilize. You do have inflation running, you know, hotter than it's been in, in a long, long time. So that that's a lot of headwinds for a company like Apple that likes to you know keep its supply chain very smooth, running very smoothly and deliver things you know at a regular cadence. It's just beyond them. You know, there's there's nothing they can do about these 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 factors. And they they now have to worry about the iPhone 14 and the A16. Yes, um, this and, makes know, me wonder what's going to happen in the fall. Yeah, I agree. Like those things are rapidly approaching. We're almost in June now. So that production starts soon. That's a new chip. That's a new chassis. That's a new new camera. Uh, new a new size from what yeah. we from what we hear. Everything's new there. So that's not like okay, it's a it's a it's a twelve S or whatever you know. And we we can use these parts. It's all new. So I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's 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 you know you can say these these are these are first world problems, but they're really not. You know, high end computers are not luxury items, so to speak. I mean, people do need them. We, you know, a lot of people work from home. Sure. A lot of people need more power than what a MacBook Air gives you. And right now it's just very hard to find that. And looping it back to Johnny's article, can you know, there's there's enterprise users that need them. And like, it's it's a matter of like, yeah. important for, you know, productivity and efficiency, well, I that, and, and that's, that's exactly the point that he was making. And, you know, I'm not sure um, that... IT buyers, you know, the, the, the folks that make the decisions in companies about 
equipping you know their employees what they're going to get you know i'm not sure this is that, that, that how far out these wait times are uh, i'm not sure that's on their radar yet and so okay. that was that was basically johnny's you know call to arms it's like hey folks are you paying attention supply chains are getting really stretched or broken and if you you're planning your big autumn you know update for all of your hardware sure uh you might want to rethink that or start buying stuff now or at least get it ordered so you're in the queue Mm-hmm. You know? So, it's weird well, I mean, I don't know if you guys have any final thoughts on like the hardware specific angle, but I mean, while we're here, you know, I figure we might as well talk about WWDC. And the good thing is that if anyone's really off base, you don't have to answer for it here in a few weeks. So, no, that's good. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> so, Mike, what's <laughs> coming? Nobody, nobody, nobody will know. You know, what's so, coming? What do you know? Yeah. So, so maybe no hardware except maybe a Mac Pro, but there, I mean, there's going to be OS updates. Yeah. Uh, Mac OS, iOS, iPad OS, Watch OS, TV OS, HomePod OS. Like all those are right, right, right. a given, so to speak. Um, that's the point of the conference. We'll get a preview, we'll get a developer beta, we'll get a public beta. And then we'll get it, it. They'll ship in September and October of of of, uh, of this year. Uh, new features. There's not a ton out there yet. Um, the 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 juiciest stuff from uh, Mark Gurman over at Bloomberg. Mm-hmm. He said that iOS 16 will get a major changes. Is, that's next what year, does that though, mean? right? No, we're, no, no, we're 15 right like, now. Oops, we're at 15. You're yeah. right. That would be this year. I read that. Yeah. I saw the same thing, but I was thinking that meant next year. You're right. Okay, good. Major changes. Maybe he, he used the word fresh, fresh Apple apps. I don't really know what that means. And it seems like a kind of a real careful word there where it could apply to a lot of different things. Maybe uh, revamped interfaces, maybe brand new apps. I don't know. But um, he did say that it wouldn't be like a wholesale change to the the look and feel of it, which I don't think Apple will ever do again, because if you remember iOS 7, people got very upset when Apple completely and totally changed the way it looked from iOS 6, from iOS 6 to iOS 7. I don't think they'll do that again, but um, he does say that you should, you can expect major changes, um, most notably to like the way we interact with the OS. So maybe um, also this week, Apple kind of previewed some accessibility features that are coming yeah. uh, later. They, they've done this before. That's not it's not unprecedented. A couple of interesting features: um, door detection. So what that'll do oh, is that'll cool. tell somebody who if you don't see well, see. yeah, that's yeah. great. Um, like okay, there's a door like nine feet away from you and it's closed. So like there, there, there's that. Um, there was uh, Apple Watch stuff where you can mirror your watch and your phone and different gestures so that that could signal some of the changes that we could see interaction wise within iOS and the big the big question mark in my mind is do we get a look at the AR headset or the AR environment that Apple is building there's a lot of rumors in fact there was just one um, like 15 minutes ago that uh, Mark Herman and Bloomberg says um, that Apple's ready to show it to its board, which is like a big step. Wow. Towards, no, and towards finalizing it. So do we get a preview? Uh, the rumor is that it's called Reality OS or ROS or something. They, do they show that off without a final product, without even really a ship date? 
just to kind of get well, like a of, proof of concept of the environment. yeah and kind of like whet the appetite of developers and get them thinking in terms of that type of stuff because you can do all of that on the phone sure all that all that ar stuff with the, with the lidar sensor and the cameras and stuff like it, it hasn't taken off but if you're developing for a, a, a mythical ar headset it can all mm-hmm. be done now Right. So if they know it's coming and there's an environment to work in and Swift and all that stuff that they can use to kind of just play around with it. I thought the whole headset thing had been sort of the the assumption was that it had been bumped to 23. So we're we're now back to maybe possibly this year. But they, I mean, in terms of with a product like that, they can't just announce it and sell it. It was kind of like the iPhone. Like they need developers to push lead time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they get so so they gave six months to developers. Maybe they do the same thing with something like this because mm-hmm. there's got to be a bunch of apps on this thing. It can't just be a thing you strap to your face and there's a couple of stock apps and you look at things and things like 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 they need to get it it, it, it rolling pretty quickly. I think so. I would I would suspect that they don't show hardware, but maybe preview that sure. what that interface would look like. And that makes, I mean, this is pretty much exactly what you're saying. I think I'm just restating in different words, but it's, I mean, it makes sense if like it's sort of in its infancy now to get it in front of developers, let them, you know, start strategizing, being creative around it. And then like maybe when it's ready or closer to being ready next year, there's already like some, I don't know, excitement about it, some buy-in from developers um, that are looking at it strategically. So that would make sense. What kind of stuff... Go ahead, Ken. I'm just going to say real quick, you know, it would make sense for Apple to want to at least be in that conversation because there's a lot of discussion now about multiverse, omniverse, meta, right, 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 you know, right, right. virtual realities, and Apple really hasn't. I mean, it, it's it's got stuff that's on the phone and it's demonstrated some things, um, but I think it would be it would be smart of Apple, you know, uh, if they're going to preview this to get it out there, and it would also sort of obliterate concerns about supply chains and hardware right now because it would be a big deal. For Apple to finally, you know, unveil at least part of what it's trying to do here, what it thinks it's going to do. So I'm, sure. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I guess we'll get, we'll know in what about well, three weeks. Don't don't mark it down. I'm just I'm just I'm, I don't know if it's Mike actually. Mike said we're going to unveil it. I, you know, come on, Tim. You know, it's like. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I I think it would be a good time to do it, and I think it would yeah. um, give developers, you know, what six months to a year. To, to get anything uh, uh, at Google I.O., Google shut off um, glasses that it was very simple, but it was a, you were able to translate. So like yeah. if we're speaking in different languages in front of your lens, it would show the translated text, which is pretty, pretty amazing. I don't know how well it works, but that's cool. The demo, the demo was cool. I want to the one, sh- one function, but it was cool. Shameless plug, uh, we've got a column coming out in Computer World tomorrow by Mike Elgin, who writes about a lot of these futuristic things, about exactly that, Michael, mm-hmm. and the idea that not, not only is the translation thing itself cool, but that it opens a lot of doors, that you can do a lot more than just translate words. And, you know, anyway, so preview of coming attractions on Computer World. Yeah. Uh, Once that's up tomorrow, I'll, I'll throw it in the description so people can read it. So Thank if you're you. watching this uh, later than friday may 20th you can check it out it'll be there yes and you can read it because yeah that's interesting i kind of wonder about like the i mean i think i've said this before too but i kind of wonder about like the practical use case of an ar situation like an ar headset um and not even just like the the enterprisey case but just like about the everyday person kind of case i mean like translating is cool um but 
yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, well, but I guess it's, okay. I guess there's some wait well, and see. Think, think of it this way, Juliet. And again, this is something that Michael, uh, Mike, Mike Elgin has written about. Yeah. You know, for this to work, it has to be something other than this thing that fits over your eyes yeah. and no one can see you. It needs to be something. And, and, and his take is it basically it, the augmented reality is going to be much more accessible for most people and much more usable for most people than virtual reality. So something like sure. a pair of glasses like Michael has on now, which have a screen embedded so that when he's walking around a city, he can get information about the restaurant next door and check on reviews or sure. somebody walks up and says, Michael, I haven't seen you in 10 years. How are you? And it can tell him, oh, this is so-and-so. He works for so-and-so and you guys have had a bunch of meetings about whatever in the past. And, you know, it's a way of augmenting the information that you're taking sure. in. Again, I know it sounds pie in the sky, but I think that's much more likely than we're all in a room with goggles on, not looking at each other. And, yeah. You know, it looks like, you know, Avatar the movie or something. I, I don't think that's the direction Apple will go. I mean, no, I'm not shocked. saying necessarily that Apple's going that way, but that that his take on AR. And yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I agree with you that Apple is, is looking differently. I don't know what it's going to be, but I do agree that the ultimate final product is a pair of glasses like these. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're there yet. And I would be shocked if they came out with a headset other than like a developer kit. Sure. Like, I don't think like, listen, Oculus has its place. People like it. That's fine. It's fairly limited. I don't think Apple wants to get into that space. I don't, I don't think there's anything that they can bring there to. I don't think there's anything they can bring to it. But um, what Google showed off, that was a regular pair of glasses with like a, a heads up display. I think that's that's where Apple would be going, but it's 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 very hard to imagine like what that could be. I mean, the Apple Watch is still evolving, so sure. they got to start from ground zero because no one's done it. Mm-hmm. Microsoft Hololens, okay, yeah. there's, some, there's some stuff there. Yeah. Um, you know, the the VR uh, phone stuff was that flopped, and the Oculus stuff is you know like they're running an ad campaign now that's that says it can do so much more than games like all right but no one's doing that it's yeah. a gaming system yeah so it's it's tricky and that's why i think apple would need to show off what the interface looks like what it could do how you can build on top of it etc cetera, etc cetera. uh even like so the example you gave you walking around and, and restaurants pop up like all right like what's so great about that like there's got to be something more to it than just that so I'm very intrigued by it. I know Tim Cook. This has been a project of his for a while. He's been he's been into it. Um, if anyone can do it, Apple can. But I'm just I'm very interested to see what and where they 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 go with this. And listen, they might not get it right either. You know, Apple's yeah. had failures before. It's 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 possible. Yeah. Are there one of the um, viewers on YouTube actually made a pretty good point about AR and like what an AR. Um, goggle glasses could do and they said that it could be used in warehouses where it scans barcodes in real time identifying you know the package that you need highlights it for faster grab and go which sure. that that to me like that i'm like oh yeah that makes sense that that yeah but those are that, all very limited, aids in efficiency limited yeah. yeah no and there are things that you could do with them but mm-hmm. it's like one task here and there like hollowins you know that's cool if you need it for that very specific purpose sure that's that's not what Apple's in. That's not the business Apple's in. Apple's in, you know, mass market luxury, life changing devices. So, yeah, it'll be able to do things like that for sure. But um, 
it, there's got to be more to it. I mean, listen, the iPhone doesn't even make like the phone part isn't even a thing anymore. <laughs> that's kind of like, true. That's not, you know, Apple. Yeah. Steve Jobs did the whole thing with the phone and you press the button and that was revolutionary at the time, but it evolved. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't really know where where the AR headset ends up, but I'd love to get a look at it because I'm very intrigued. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So uh, I feel like that's pretty much all we've got on this topic. Do you guys have any, you know, closing closing musings, brilliant ideas about any of the above? I'm gonna supply take chain no. issues will continue <laughs> indefin- No, supply chain issues will continue indefinitely, you know, and uh, uh, we'll see what happens at WWDC. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, um, the the software stuff is is the show. Yeah, like that's the most interesting thing. I know it doesn't get all the attention because everybody likes new hardware, but iPad OS and Watch OS are the things that I have my eye on to really. I mean, like I've been saying this for years, but like th- there needs to be a leap there. Sure. In in interface in battery life for the watch in you know different mo- like there needs to be where version nine for the watch. Uh, iPad, what is this, the fourth, the fourth standalone version, maybe, but whatever. We need Apple needs to take those things to the next level, and iOS will get its things, macOS will get its things. Right, but those are the those are the two that I'm that I'm most interested in seeing what Apple brings to the equation. Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, thank you both so much for joining me, as always. And thank you all so much for watching this episode of Today in Tech. If you like this video, you can give it a thumbs up. If you're watching on LinkedIn, you can head over to our YouTube channel, IDG Tech Talk, where you can subscribe so you never miss an episode. Hit the bell icon so you're notified every single time we post a new video. Um, And yeah, if you have any questions, comments, I'll do my best to get back to you. But like I said, this is my final episode, but you know, Today in Tech will be back in some form, so definitely stay tuned, um, and I'm sure that my current team will keep everyone updated, you know, once I am, once I depart, so don't worry about it too much. Thank you all so much for watching. Live long and prosper. Yes, and I I, I guess I won't see you (laughs) next time, but thank you.